tuning in to The Perry Session, a Third Strike podcast. Hello everyone, it's episode two of The Perry Session. It is me, Johnny, your host, also known as Nitroid. Uh, the Perry Session is a monthly podcast for those who are new uh, that primarily focuses on the local DFW Third Strike community and scene. We also talk about a little bit of you know Third Strike events at large as well. So, um, you know, just to keep the community engaged, especially here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. So uh, we play every Wednesday evening at Free Play Arlington. We run a variety of first to fives or just, you know, other formats to keep us engaged. Uh, any skill levels are welcomed. And, you know, you don't have to be a veteran to play along with us. You can be completely brand new and we'll definitely accept you with open arms. If you have any questions, you know, please feel free to ask us and we'll definitely help you out as well. Uh, this episode, uh, we're going to give you a quick agenda. Uh, we're going to be covering the Jazzy Circuit, uh, the Frosty Faustings event uh, in Chicago that happened recently, and also our recent results of the local monthly tournament here in Arlington. And uh, that little uh, recap also is a quick chit-chat and interview with uh, Dre, also known as Quite Unique, and also Cameron, our tech at Free Play Arlington. All right. So with that being said, uh, the Jazzy Circuit is actually a North American circuit where there's multiple tournaments that happen throughout the year, or season rather, and you know you, you can gain points through the rankings there, or you can if you win then you get uh, automatically qualified into the finals, which happens at Free Play Arlington. So that's a quick recap of what the Jazzy Circuit is there. So jumping into the Jazzy Circuit Frosty Faustings event. Uh, at the time of this recording, it actually had just finished. In fact, we actually have one of our um, teammates here, our community members, Lance. He actually placed first place in a very gripping finals there. And uh, we also have in second place, uh, Al, who is in Chicago, Chicago local. And in third place, we have Big Nasty, a Hego player from Houston. So that's pretty much the standings of the Frosty Faustings event. Uh, we have two players from Texas in top three, and we also, shout-outs to Sonny, also a local DFW Third Strike player here with the Free Play group. Uh, he got top eight, so congrats to Sonny on his first uh, major top eight score. And as far as I know, I think that is his only uh, major tournament that he's gone to, so really strong showing, and I hope uh, that we continue onwards with leveling up the whole community. Oh, here's a fun, interesting tidbit. So the reason why the tournament's called Frosty Faustings is because it's primarily uh, what they call an anime fighter event. And those are the main, uh, I guess, games that are played there. So uh, as some people know, Faust is a character from Guilty Gear. And because the tournament happens mainly in winter, they call it the Frosty Faustings. So I'm not quite sure how true that <laughs> that fact is, but uh, I read that multiple times in multiple places, and I would find that to be very interesting, so I can see it being legit in my eyes. <laughs> Alright, so enough of Frosty Faustings, let's talk about the next Jazzy Circuit event. The next event will actually be in Austin, Texas, back in our little home state, and uh, it'll be at TGL, which is the Texas Gamers Lounge. And it's actually on February the 19th. So it's on a Saturday. And allegedly we have a lot of people coming uh, on down to that event. And uh, here from the DFW 
third strike community rather and we're going to try our best and you know get a lot of points and uh you know we really want to make our name name for ourselves and get better so we're going to try our best and gauge and see how we fare against other people that are traveling to this tournament as well otherwise um Right after that, um, the next day, on the 20th, February 20th, we have our uh, Third Strike Monthly. So our local tournament here in DFW, um, and it's going to be very interesting. I'm not quite sure who's going to stay in Austin uh, afterwards or if they're going to drive straight back and, you know, participate in the evening, Sunday evening. So we'll see what happens then. However, uh, for anyone else who's not able to make it, we would love to at least have you. Uh, come on in and compete. We'll still be running it. I plan to be there myself. I'm going to drive immediately after the tournament and, you know, uh, administer it and help run it. So definitely still come on out. We're all hungry for games. It's going to be a third strike weekend. Okay, so now that we've covered the Jazzy Circuit events and future Jazzy Circuit events and also the upcoming uh, local tournament, we're also going to recap the past tournament here in January. And actually we're going to cut into a recording that we did right after the tournament. And uh, on the microphone I have Dre, also known as Quite Unique, and also Cameron, our tech at Freeplay, Arlington, and also me on the microphone as well. And this is kind of like a little a quick chat, I guess, a little bit of an interview as well. It's like a mix of both. And also a quick top eight recap of the tournament. So uh, bear with me real quick. We're going to go ahead and switch over to that. But before we switch into that recording, I'd like to go ahead and play a, a quick ad break for our other podcasts in the free play arcade realm. So as you guys know, free plays are great arcade, but of course there's not just third strike. There's also very many other games and other people that make up the community and make, I guess the whole um, free play environment, a great place. So, uh, stay tuned, and we're gonna we're gonna play a quick commercial break. Hi, I'm Panda Naomi, and I'm Panda Jess. Have you ever wondered who sat across from you while playing Tuesday Night Fights? Or pondered what the pinball player across from you did outside of the arcade? Well, we at the Panda Embarrassment have questions for you. Check us out on the Free Play Podcast Network on wherever you consume your podcasts to learn more about the amazing Free Play community. Hey guys, this is Carlos Rodriguez, Free Play Richardson, Kitchen Warrior, Bartender, and I'm here to tell you to come out to our ST Denison every Tuesday after 7. New players get to play against new players. As they level up, they get to battle more experienced competitors. And every first Sunday of the month, we have our big Super Turbo Monthly. Check us out at Free Play Richardson. And after all that, if you want to see some real mother fight, lit, mother fight, get that ran through. You see me get fight up, drink beer, have a good time. I'm glad I don't have clap on lights because of the amount of cheeks clapping. Those fight lights will explode. So check me out on Twitch, twitch.tv, Carlos from Texas. Check us out at Free Play Richardson. But definitely check me the fight out, mother fight. Peace. Okay, welcome back to the podcast after that quick break. And we're going to hop into the recording here. And we're going to do it pretty quick. So brace for the sound bit. And off we go. All right, so those who are now tuning in, uh, we are live at Freeplay. Uh, we are recording for Freeplay, rather, because, uh, you know, we want to wrap up what happened today. 
So, and the reason why we want to wrap it up is because uh, we have some good highlights. And of course, uh, on the mic, we have Dre right over here. Hello, everyone. Yeah. Goes so, by quite unique. Yeah, quite unique is the handle. And uh, when he first came, he was playing Ken, now playing Necro. Ah, True. So, yeah, really, really good Necro today. Still especially. hate it. <laughs> in a good way. But, yeah. how can good you way. Hate, but how can you hate Necro? Though? Right. It's, it's an underdog character. In a character. good way. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. And, and that's the thing. So, like, Necro is a very underrated character because of the low, low health. And it's, it's just awkward to play with. It's very fun to watch you, but right. it's not fun to play you. Yeah. <laughs> you know how hard it is to get in on you? Dude, we cannot open you up. Yeah, not at all. And, and especially, like, the Necro Mirror. Like, you're really good at, like, uh, the... Um, the footsie ranges. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's really awesome. So yeah, that's uh, like another thing that I've noticed is the good confirms from the tornado oh, into S3. No, but but the thing is like I, I see you doing like um, what is it like low short into is it the the lightning? Yes. Yeah, low short lightning and then into. Into the uh, uh, super, super, yeah. yeah oh yeah. my gosh, that's some really good stuff. Dude, I feel like you're plus on everything. No, it, it really feels like because I don't know what I can do. Well, I don't know what his uh, his spinning move is. Uh, tornado, yeah, yeah. The tornado. I think I'm plus one on light. Punch. Oh my god, yeah. Dude, I cannot it. do anything after that. Yeah, so so uh, the light, there's a light tornado where it hits twice, and then there's uh, the one that does three times, and and then heavy does four, and then the ex does like seven. Oh okay. Eight, so, so wait, he's plus on the light one you said? Yeah, plus one. Okay, plus one, but then the other ones, what is it? Uh, like I believe. Plus seven, or minus negative, seven. Yeah. Negative four. It might be like negative four, negative five, the medium, and then but yeah, as, negative seven or eight. Oh, yeah, uh, as can, you, you can low you can low forward in a super easy, or you can just raw super, or as a deadly, you can do uh, raw SA, or you can do uh, stand stand strong, duck under into uh, SA3. Okay. Actually, I wanted to show you that against my Urian. Whenever I, I do yeah. like a raw tackle and I miss, you can do that. Yeah, I need to do uh, some stand strongs in the duck under. Yeah, because uh, Noe does that to me. He did that a lot. I need to also share that to uh, Frog. So. Dude, Noe's also telling me I need to throw out more uh, roundhouses in the neutral. Because I need to yes. learn how to whiff punish. Right, yeah. Because roundhouse beats up a, uh, out a lot of stuff. Uh, it's it, it's kind of hard to do it against Shotos. But, yeah, definitely. Because uh, you're, you're buffering. Any, anytime you hit roundhouse, you're buffering. And buffering uh, machine gun blow. And if you have meter and, and it seems right to use it, <coughs> EX machine gun blow all the time. You know, so. one thing that I don't see you do that much, though, Cam, is Deli's hot punch. Uh, you're just, oh, you're yeah. standing fierce. Like, you I'm really don't use to, it as much. I'm trying to use it more. Okay. Because, like, it, uh, it, it doesn't seem intuitive, right? Because it comes out so slow, but it has a lot of priority and it's very active. Yeah, Alan so. told me also, like, so I've been complaining a lot about Ibuki lately, especially because Alan is always hitting me with that high stun, uh, what is it, the, her hop kick? Oh, he in. Her split kick? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, 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 uh, forward roundhouse. Yeah, forward roundhouse. Mm -hmm. And that's very high stun, and I'm just like, why the hell is she getting so much stun? Yeah. Why, like, how do I get any stun? And I found out that standing, uh, standing fierce actually does a decent amount of stun. Yeah. So I am trying to use that a little bit more. I'm, but I need to figure out where I should use it. I think I think uh, jump in, jump in fierce into roundhouse into ex machine gun blow, into uh, duck under and then the the oh yeah the upper yeah uppercut that does a lot of stun. I think that does like 30, 40 percent stun. Yeah. Because anytime Alex gets me with it, like I'm I'm pretty much already almost stunned. And I'm like, okay, if he mixes me up or throws me a couple times, I'm stunned. So, so. that's not too hard for me to land. My question though mm -hmm. is. Am I using super too much? Because I notice when I watch other Dudley play, they don't super as often as I do, and I feel like uh, 
the super resets. Not it doesn't reset stun, but like, does stun go down while super is active? Uh, no. Uh, in a freeze frame, it stays the same. Okay, but but, does but it does not add to the stun. I feel like I should be relying more a little bit more on mix-ups. Yes, that that is Dudley's game. That's okay. the reason why he's so strong is the mix-ups. Just like like Necro as well, like being able to do uh, the snake bite. This is the overhead. Yeah. Or or the uh, the leg one also. That's an overhead because it's longer and it goes further. Uh, and then you also have uh, you know like the jump ins. I noticed with Dre, he was doing a lot of uh, jump in anti airs using the electric. And his body would go forward, so then the character would parry or something, and then they would be behind, and they can't input anything because exactly. they yeah, like input. It resets them. Right, yeah, it resets as well. Yeah, because if they get hit by it, then uh, especially like if Dre's in a corner, then all he has to do is hit uh, was a medium punch or uh, whatever it is, and then reset. And then he can either do like... <laughs> and, and he can he could probably do like... Uh, what is it? Is it back, back medium uh, punch into the, the throw? The True. Yeah, that combo is actually if they, if they crouch him. Yeah, yeah. So only if they crouch him though. Mm -hmm. But like, it's still good though because it's a mix-up. True. Because I'm not expecting it. And next, you know, I'm out of the corner or I'm in the corner. <laughs> so and you've got me many times with that. You're like, get over here, and then I'm in. So or out rather, one of those two. So I don't know how much you actually you know about playing Dudley, but I think one other thing I feel like I struggle with are characters that have very low-profile moves. Like, uh -oh. to bring it back to Ibuki, her slide kick, mm -hmm. like, I don't know if I can even, like, contest that at all. Honestly, I have real, I, I don't have a clue at all, so. And slide, slide kick is good because it, I think Ibuki's, like, plus, like, plus two on spacing. If it's max range, it's, like, plus two or three, like, you can't show you it. Um, yeah, even light show you is, like, what, four frames or three frames? So, like, what, Ken? So you can't even show you it. Yeah. Uh, it. It's like right at, you know, it's a cancel. It's a zero, you know, there's no advantage, frame advantage. So uh, I'd have to go back and look at that again, though, for sure. But uh, same thing with Urian. Like, I can't punish unless it's like an EX tackle. But for me as a Urian player, I can't use EX tackle because then I lose all the meter for ages. True. But I was able to close up the round against Nos because he had, like, no HP. I That's saw him true. slide. I was like, oh, no EX. So, <laughs> and he's been a pain in my, my side for a long time. So I was finally able to overcome him, knock him out, and I got fourth place. So Nice. Yep. So we've already talked a lot about Dre's Necro, mm -hmm. uh, a lot about my Dudley. Yep. So I want to talk about Urian players. Urian, you guys, You Com guys have Corner some kind of... pressure is complete overpowered. Well, okay, yes. But, like, I think there's another thing to it. They have some kind of sixth sense to know when to throw the uh, the upwards Aegis ball. Oh. What is that? How, right. Like, you guys are ridiculous. Okay, so this is this is theory, me theory crafting. But I think, like, with uh, Urian, Urian's taller. So yeah. people have to jump at a certain uh, arc. But it's hard to do it against Necro because Necro's floaty. And same thing with uh, Oro and like other floaty characters like Elena and stuff like that. But like when I, when I play against Shoto's or even like Dudley, they have like a pretty, uh, a very I guess, predictable arc. Right. So I know that at that range they can, uh, they can, I guess, jump, and I'd be safe because at that range they can't like get me unless it's you know like, unless I stick something out. You know? And at, at that point, it's just knowing your opponent when he likes to jump. Right. Yeah. So I'm I'm really good at reading people's tendencies. But only when I corner them. 
trying to so get So if I'm in the opposite <laughs> way, it's it's a whole other animal. Like I'm busy, to, you know, fending for my life. And that's the thing with Urian is Urian is a charge character. So if there's anything that happens with like cross-ups and, and stuff like that, like with Alan, when I was playing with him on Fightcade online, he would do the uh, where he just crosses your character and then rip super. Like he'll he'll like time it. He'll do quarter circle forward, quarter circle forward, and then hit. Like hit as uh, punch as he crosses over, so that messes me up. So again, uh, Urian for me, I've been playing him for almost two and a half hours, or two and a half hours, two and a half years. And two and a half years. And sorry, I was looking at the timer, but like, it's like the execution is still not there. I'm still not doing any mid-screen corner combos. So because I can't do mid-screen corner combos, I am. Making sure, you know, I'm honing, I'm sharpening the sword for my corner pressure. Your fundamentals are just too good. My they fundamentals really my fundamentals are good because I play a lot of characters. And I didn't I didn't uh, pick Urian up until recently. Because I played Akuma, I played Ryu, I played Ken, I played, like, all these characters. Yeah. And, you know, I wasn't really super good at him. But for some odd reason, like, Urian is fun to me. Even though he's very hard, very technical, he's very fun. Uh, one thing that I've been working on recently, uh, since we're talking about improvements and stuff like that, have been... Um, being more proactive, because I, well, my defense is good because I'm so used to you know getting beat because I'm holding back and charge, but now I'm learning how to like just come out and like beat be in her face and just do like overheads uh, when they don't expect it. And That's I get true. a I get a lot of uh, mileage. I get a lot of meter. Also meter management as well. I'm doing a lot better at that, and that's why I'm able to get almost three Aegises in one round, because I'm I'm anytime like I put someone in a corner, I'm doing. I'm not necessarily trying to get like damage, I'm also trying to get meter. So when it comes to like uh, I guess um, like overheads and, and stuff like that, even if it's blocked, I, I gain like a chunk of meter and that's another Aegis that comes up. So I'll, I'll try my best to get as much meter. Because yeah, I can use it for anything else even if I don't put him in a corner. You and Ed are really good at building that meter. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah anytime I'm not engaging, uh, stand back, for, uh, back medium punch. So yeah. So that's that's that one of the things I've been working on for sure. So that was a great night, huh? Yeah. Oh, uh, Mike closer. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> that was a great tournament tonight. Yeah, for sure. Oh, All right. So uh, just to wrap things up, we've hit our 10-minute mark. Uh, let's go back to the standings real fast. So the standings. We're gonna go through uh, top eight. Okay. Uh, let me go to the page real fast. Yeah, I would like to know how I do. All right. So starting from the top, we have uh, in first place Ben. Nice. Yeah, he uh, stayed solid the whole time. He's only lost once. He got reset to loser's bracket. Or loser's, yeah, yeah, loser's bracket. Uh, but he was able to pull out with uh, finally securing that last yeah. round <laughs> down to the wire. In second place, we have Alex the Machine. He lost the, he got knocked into loser's bracket Bro, the first match. By Warren. By Warren. Yo, I honestly think if he weren't messing around that first match. Playing with 12? Yeah, playing yeah. 12. I mm -hmm. think he would have had a really good ch uh, chance of taking the whole tournament. Yeah, exactly. I think so too. Or uh, at least getting like another run back with Ben again. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, Noe got third place. And then I got fourth place, thankfully. Nice. <laughs> so, and then Nas got fifth. I knocked him out. Uh, Cam, sixth place. The best Alan. I've done. Yeah, you're, you're doing great, man. Everyone's improving. <laughs> so Alan, Alan in seventh. He is top eight. Exactly. Is this, is this his first top eight? I think this so. is his first top eight. Damn, dude. And he's, he's only played for almost four months now. Exactly four months, actually. And honestly, just like it says I'm sixth, he's seventh, though. Like, honestly, like at this point, I really he, think it's interchangeable right now. Like, God. Yep. And then uh, to finish off top eight, we got uh, Brian Tears for Fears. So, Brian? And, Wait, 
Yeah, Brian uh, Alex playing Alex. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, I the denim not, jacket man. <laughs> I didn't actually know big, his Big name. beard man. So. Oh, he's a great guy. Though. Oh, yeah. And, you know, shout-outs to everyone. We have 25 entrants. Uh, and, you know, the fact that it's it's just third strike here in Arlington, it's a good, good feeling. We got a lot of people. And that's not including all the people who are not here because of Frosty. Yeah, so for real. That's really yeah. good stuff. I've only been here. I've only been here, like, about six months and yep. like just seeing all the new faces all the new people like dre alan now we got zane coming through yeah we have frog. Mario, frog yep dude this is just this is awesome yeah this, this is, is amazing so awesome and, and i think uh, you know shout outs to you dre shout outs to you cam for being like really i guess uh accepting of our criticisms and also like uh, you know playing with us and asking How questions y'all are doing a really good job at that and y'all are part of our community, and we appreciate that. So, especially you, you know, maintaining machines and getting everything ready before uh, tournament. So, because I don't know how any of that works. At least somebody's not complaining. Oh, I, I don't complain. <laughs> like, I play on like public stuff all the time. It doesn't matter. But you know, I, I'm at home with my Xbox One controller. So the fact that I can play on a stick Gross. on an actual versus city cabinet, hey, that's a blessing for me. So right. I'm okay with that. Real quick, while we're still on air, Dre, do you have anything to say about the cabs, the joysticks, the machines, something that I can... Uh... Oh, no, man. No complaints here. Yeah. If anything, okay. I mean, I'm it's thankful for y'all, too. When I first, first came, y'all really just, like, embraced me, you know? Now, oh, man. You're awesome. Man, yep. Yeah. I went through quite a beating for two, three, four, five months. <laughs> <laughs> Not even, man. Well, I mean, but, you know... I was so happy to have another Ken player to play with. It's exponential though, because I remember uh, you were still kind of figuring out the game because you're coming from Street Fighter Five. True. So you you were slowly going up, and then all of a sudden, like I remember not coming to free play for three weeks, and I was playing against you. I was like, "What? You're teching everything? Dude, I can't. I can't so do anything." Scary. Yeah. And then like now with Necro, it's just like exponential. It's just whoop, where you're going from from zero to one hundred, and it's gonna be really fast. And right. everyone here is doing the exact same thing, and it's crazy. True. So. <sighs> So yeah. great. And it's not done. It's not over yet. We got to train up Zane over here. Yeah, Zane is uh, one of our newer players. He actually Plays was Elena. doing really good with Elena. I'm very surprised. Dude, he took he took uh, he took the coaching very well. I just wish I knew how to play Elena. So exactly, and, and that's the biggest problem is I don't know how to like tell people, hey, you can do this with certain characters because I've never played some of those certain characters before. It's okay. He needs to talk to Alex. Oh yeah, for sure. But right. uh, otherwise, like you know, this is this is great, and I'm glad to have y'all and. Honestly, I guess we'll wrap things up right here from uh, the free play site. So, uh, other than that, we're signing out from the free play. We'll see you back at the regular Johnny Studios. <laughs> Thank you for having us, Johnny. Yeah, of course. Thank Always, you all man. for talking and you know being good competitors and good sports. All right, all right. Uh, this players. is us signing out. All right, we are now back in the Johnny Studios, as mentioned. So yeah, honestly, that was pretty much the quick recap of what happened after our local tournament. So not really anything too crazy there. However, uh, to close everything up, to button everything up, I'd like to have some closing statements. And going forward, I'd like to have this for every episode ending. Um, the topic I'd like to bring up is actually improvement through small goals. So Third Strike is a very complicated game. And I guess for fighting games in general, it's you know something that one should strive towards. So uh, you can't, you know, just be good all of a sudden. You have to work in small things and add, you know, small little tools to an arsenal. So um, one thing I'd like to bring up is, for an example, like being able to, you know, whiff your buttons more to build meter whenever you're not engaging. Um, or let's say if 
uh, someone is sweeping you and you're blocking those sweeps, you know, uh, what can you do after that? Can you sweep back? Can you dash in and, you know, shore you? Can you dash in and throw? Um, you know, every time you sit down at a cabinet, that should be in your head. And it's not like you can get to it right away. You may have to play 30, 40, 50 games before you even remotely get it down. So again, it's just small goals at a time. But obviously, uh, if you work on small goals at a time, then eventually your gameplay just improves dramatically. And also, you're not too frustrated with trying to change everything at once. So again, Third Strike's a very uh, layered game. And I guess fighting games in general are very layered games where you can't just learn everything at once. There are small concepts you have to pick up on. So don't beat yourself up. Don't get frustrated. Do not burn yourself out. Definitely you know, take things um, step by step. If you have any questions or, I guess, any uh, goals that you'd like to work on or get some insight on, you know, feel free to ask us. We're more than welcome to help you. Um, and again, make it a goal every time you sit down in a cabinet to work on something that you can improve. And that happens to all of us whether it's a beginner or, uh, I guess, veteran. Like me personally, I've played for years, and I still need to work on a lot of things. So yeah, that's honestly, that's honestly my closing statement. And you know, going forward, I'd like to keep more of these going so that we, we can have a knowledge base and uh, improve our community you know, faster than uh, any other community out there. We want to grow big and strong and beat them all. <laughs> well, anyways, uh, that's pretty much it for me. Again, this is Johnny, also known as Nitride, and I am now signing out. Thank you again.